Hello there, team. Wade Skulski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's process is this. You have unlimited lives, almost. The reframe. Sit back, relax, and here we go. So in today's segment, formerly known as the Daily Nugget, we are going to discuss the magical box. The magical box is Waze. So what Waze, W-A-Z-E, is, if you are have been under a rock or don't have a phone, it is a app that allows you, that constantly updates traffic conditions and sends you around traffic problems. Now, I, have, I drive to different places every day. I have kind of the routes that I like. And on occasion, Waze will send me a way that I don't want to go. And sometimes I will go it on my own. And this always, almost always, 99% of the time is a mistake. Because I don't have the proper information that Waze does. And I'm just guessing because of a gut feeling that I have. And I always regret it. I'm always sitting in traffic and I'm going, why didn't I trust the magical box? Why didn't I listen to the magical box? And finally, I just do whatever Waze says. I literally am a Waze robot. Waze can send me off of a a bridge. And as I'm driving off the bridge, I would be ignoring all the warning signs. And I would be saying, I'm not leaving my wingman. I'm not going to not listen to the magical box as I drive off. I'm like a Waze robot. So because it just saves me time all the time. And your process is like that, is sometimes you will engage in something that will take you out of your process. And you'll be like, I don't care about my process. This feels right to me. It feels right. As an example, I was listening to Pentatonics and they have a new song that I will not new. Actually, the song came out like four years ago or three years ago, but I heard it for the first time for some reason because I'd only been listening to Pentatonics for Little Drummer Boy. It was like a tradition. I love their version of Little Drummer Boy, but I never really listened to much else that they did. And then I listened to Hallelujah, and then I listened to Sound of Silence, kind of like back-to-back. And that put me in a pentatonic trance. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I was like, I got to go get singing lessons. I was so inspired by how freaking awesome they were and how awesome they sounded that I was like, I'm going to go get singing lessons. And and I was all fired up, and I like, was looking at you. You get like, singing lessons online from like anyone in the world on Skype. And I was like, this is amazing, and I could fit this into my schedule. And I, I basically got all, all excited. And I was, I was going to stop listening to the magical box, which is my process. And then all I had to do was kind of look at my missions and being like, all right, well, is becoming, is becoming functional, a functional singer at all in my mission right now? And the answer to that is no. Like maybe in the future as a creative project, I'll do it. That's because it interests me. But I'll just kind of note it down as a, as a one day maybe. Because it, all it would do is pull me out of my process. It pulled me out of my missions. You know, it put me completely out of the universe and sandboxes that I'm in, and it would put me in a different place. And it'd be awesome. I would get, I would get feedback. That would be fun. I'm sure I'd find somebody awesome. I'd spend money on it. But, but your your process is your compass, and it is easy today more than ever to get distracted because you can have that like. In the old days, you would listen to us like I probably never would have heard of pentatonics because they would have they don't get played on the radio. So there's no way for me to know about it. You know, there would have been no glee. So then people wouldn't even think acapella is cool. Like you think acapella, you think barbershop quartet and you wouldn't even like you wouldn't even have a chance to find it. But now, like you can have access to anything at an elite level in the world at any time and find coaching on it anywhere in the world at an elite level at any time. And. That's amazing on one hand, and on the other hand, it is a huge, huge productivity leak for people because it's so easy 
when you're confronted with such amazingness, such, such awesome ballsness of uh, amaze ballsness of pentatonics, it's like it makes you say, "I want to, I want to learn to sing." And even not that I think I can sing like pentatonics, I know that I can't, but but I. I, or it's incredibly unlikely that I could, I guess I, I don't want to, maybe, uh, maybe I have a secret singing talent that I'm unaware of, but I, I, I just don't think that's the case. But in any event, I'm trying to kind of self-talk myself there out of being amazing at something. Um, your process is progress and you don't want to leave your universe and your sandbox unless you were 1 million percent sure that you're doing the right thing. And I am 1 million percent sure that I don't need to go become a functional singer right now. So just like in ways, when you ignore ways and you end up being stuck in traffic and you're wasting a ton of time and you're like, man, why didn't I listen to, uh, why didn't I listen to the magical box? You need to listen. You need to trust your process and you need to understand because you've done the legwork. You've done the strategic work. You've, you've done a lot of the, the work in your working papers and you have a good direction. And if you get, if you get engaged in something completely outside of your, um, completely outside of your sandbox, you're going to be in trouble. It's sort of like the attractive stranger, right? Like you, you're out and about, and it doesn't matter if you're married, but anyone in a relationship, if you're married or you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, you're in a, a, a monogamous relationship, you know, and you're in some, you're in some different place for some reason, you're traveling for business or you're just in a part of town you don't normally go to. And then you meet the attractive stranger. It's someone that is, that is not like your world and they are incredibly charming and they're attractive. And you're like, and you start to entertain these ideas of like, this would be awesome, Right. And maybe only men do this, or maybe only I do this, but uh, you immediately are reminded of, no, this person is not in your universe. You're like, I'm married. So I was, I'm always like, no, you're married, number one. And number two, you say, it's okay to be attracted to people. But number three is you're attracted to some fantasy person. Like, that's not the real person. Like, the, the, the attractive stranger turns into the uh, known quantity with with problems you must deal with, right? And so uh, it happens every time. So, but people get in trouble where they they don't recognize that and they don't remember what they're committed to because they, they haven't thought it through. And that's the problem. So that's what you want to make sure with your progress that you're dialed in on it because that will help you in those situations. So that's sort of your, that one's for free. I was, I, I was thinking about uh, the pentatonics, pentatonics coaching and uh, I, I engaged it in my brain for fun for, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. And then I came to my senses. It's like when you think about buying a lottery ticket, how you would spend the money, total waste of time. You're not going to win the lottery. I hate to tell you this. And, but you can, you can spend 10 minutes fantasizing about how to spend the money. But if you're really, you know, you buy, if the drawings on Friday and you buy the ticket on, on Tuesday or whatever it is, and you spend four days fantasizing, not doing any work, you're out of your sandbox. You're not doing what you need to do. So that's, that's today's segment formerly known as the daily nugget. Let's move on to the reframe of today's episode slash process slash topic, which is you have unlimited lives almost. So what does that mean? Well, think of your life, right? Like they say, oh, a cat has nine lives. Think of your life though, that you actually have an unlimited amount of lives almost. Okay. You don't have an infinite amount, but you, there's two ways that you get a new life. One is that in your world, like you actively work to change your life. That's one. But two is in your mind. And in your mind is where you go through the strategic work and you you basically create avatars of yourself and you go through different directions. So take when I was talking about in the a segment formerly known as the Daily Nugget, 
take the attractive stranger problem, right? All you would have to do is just is is create an avatar of yourself, have that avatar engage the attractive stranger and what you think is going to happen, which is clearly what's not going to happen, you know, for the next, I don't know, two, two hours, five hours, 10 hours, and then take it out three months from now. And then, and then every day that you take that out in your mind, your life turns into a total fucking shit show. Okay. And you know, it is a total disaster. You, everything is destroyed that you've worked so hard to get. You create carnage with your wife and your children. Your friends are all looking at you like, what are you thinking? Your brother's looking at you like, what are you thinking? And you're like, oh, I don't want that. Okay. Uh, the same issue is if you're going to do pentatonics lessons, you're going to do, you're going to do uh, singing lessons. So you, you start to stretch that out and then you get really into it and you're like, then you're going to do a showcase for yourself and you're going to invite your friends over and you're going to sing. You're going to be the guy who always, you're going to be the guy who always carries a guitar around and you're carrying a guitar around. You're like, oh man, I don't know how to play the guitar to sing my songs. So I got to, I got to learn the guitar to sing my songs. And then that guy is a disaster because then you're always carrying a guitar around. You're just hoping for a campfire somewhere. And then there is a campfire. And then finally I was like, Thank God the guy with the guitar is here. You sing your song and then you're like, man, I had three years of singing guitar lessons to finally get to a campfire to sing and it wasn't that great. So you have an avatar in your brain and you can you can run these through, these these different lives through and you can kill off the avatars. And you're like, nope, don't want to do that. So you have an unlimited amount of ability to do that. Unlimited, unlimited different areas in your life to do that. Unlimited different uh, sort of scenarios to do that. And then, you know, and then also you have, you can change your life, but you also have it in the past. And you have yourself as avatars in the past that you need to kill off because you still, they're still a part of you. Like I, for a lot, the longest time, and this happens every once in a while, and maybe it's just me, but I'll be honest. I get embarrassed about things I did in elementary school. I'm 46 years old. And I'll think about, Oh, how, when I was a kid, I bought flowers on, on, uh, in like sixth grade or fifth grade, I got flowers for one Sarah. And then because the town was so small, they, you just say, I want to buy it for this Sarah. And then they sent it to the wrong Sarah. So the wrong Sarah got flowers for me for, for Valentine's Day. It was a complete d- epic disaster. And uh, it just increased, you know, everyone not liking me even more. We're in the small little town that I lived in. So, but, you know, th- th- I still get embarrassed about that. Well, not now, but I, I, things like that pop up. So you got to do the work to kill those things off because they're trying to teach you a lesson. Then once you learn less, you can kill them off. Be like, okay, great. So you have an unlimited amount of lives in order to do that. And you actually have to get good at killing yourself off. You have to get you have to get good at it. If you're if you're a, a Doctor Strange fan, you know it's like it's like in that in the Doctor Strange movie, he just keeps getting killed off because he's in a, an infinite time loop. Well, that's what you got to do is if you've got to become skillful at finding the worst possible things that you could possibly get yourself into and then not doing them, but doing it in your imagination or or killing yourself off as a kid because that kid doesn't exist anymore, you know, and getting yourself more present and freeing up freeing up the space. So the reframe on this is that you don't have one life. You think you do. You think you walk around and you protect it. You're like, oh, I have one life, but you don't. You actually have an infinite, an almost infinite number of lives minus one. And you just keep to get, you just keep getting to do lives, killing off lives in the past, killing off lives in your head, changing your life. You're a different personality than you were a month ago. You, you have a different life than you did a month ago. It looks kind of the same, but it's not. And so you need to, it's, it's a very freeing on one hand, but then once you realize that it becomes almost terrifying because if you don't have a process to manage that, then you are doing crazy things all over the place. And you're, you're jumping from grand gesture to grand gesture to find, try to find the meaning in your life without realizing is that you actually get to create your life. And that's what the process is for. 
And that's why you have a process and you get better at your process because there is an infinite number of things that can mess you up and you need to be able to discern that and, you know, find a set of lives that work over time. So when you're doing something in your process that you can, uh, that will work today, right? Because attractive stranger works today, but attractive stranger does not work two months, three months, four months, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from now, if you're married. If you're not married, attractive stranger, go with God, whatever you want to do. That's your own, that's your own bugaboo. But if you're married, the attractive stranger quandary only, it does not work for very long. And it probably doesn't even work the whole day. It probably works for like an hour. And then you're like, oh man. And then you're, you're spinning off into, into, uh, you know, guilt, shame, you know, moronic, I'm a moron, whatever. Right. So, but if you realize that, then the attractive stranger problem becomes much easier to deal with because you just, you just iterate it out in your head. You're like, oh, well, three months from now, two months from now, a week from now, this is a disaster. Like, and it becomes very simple and you're like, okay. And so then you don't become the prisoner of the moment. And that's why you, the moment that you can, or the moment, the printer is a prisoner of the moment. The moment you realize that you free yourself from the moments and that's what we want to work through, but you have to have a process in place. And that's why your process is, is critical. It's, it's, it's life or death, literally life or death. So that's effectively the reframe. Now, I have decided to collapse the reframe and the reset because technically they're different in the process, but they're pretty close to the same thing. And I just didn't want to have an extra step because it's, it's much easier just to be reframe, restart, review. And as, as we want to make this as streamlined as humanly possible. So even though I like to kind of, you know, rolling around and reset all day long and then going to the reframe, um, you know, that's not, it's not a streamlined process. So the clear the field process as of today has three parts to it, three parts that's goes over the process is three parts, which goes over three chapters, uh, and, and with three missions. So three, three, and three. So we keep it consistent, not too, not too difficult to remember and, uh, exciting to easy to teach. So there you go. So you're, what am I doing now? Oh yes, your action step. It's it's six fifty in the morning, and I've been up since three, so I'm a little off this morning. But you get to at the end, you get to you get to experience the trail off. Everyone's like, ah, oh, is Wade's Segway going to be awesome today, or is Wade's Segway is going to suck? So Wade's Segway is going to suck at the end today. So I'm working on it, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, your action, guys. What I want you to do is take out your gratitude journal, and then I want you to create an avatar in your head for something. I don't care what it is. Uh, and then take it, write it out into the future for something that you, you already know you want to do, but you know, is a bad idea. So for me, it'd be like the pentatonic singing lessons and just take it out. Like, and it doesn't have to, I don't want you to write a, a novel, but just, you know, write a paragraph or two and then cross out the paragraph, kill off the avatar and be like, and just write, nope, or no, or some, some exclamation of not going to do it. Because if you can do that on paper, pen to paper, you can do it in your head much, much faster. And I want to get you addicted to it because that's how you do strategic thinking. And that's during your everyday life. You can even do it with a donut. You can be like, man, this donut will be exciting. The attractive stranger donut. What if you what if you encounter a donut that you've never even seen before, like a cronut? Like you don't even know what it is. You're like a croissant and a donut put together. Are you kidding me? And then uh, you just attract the train, extractive, attractive stranger donut. You just you just avatar it out and then you kill off a donut and you don't eat it. But you set a future date to eat one because they're delicious, like on your cheat day. So that is our process for the day. And remember, there is no end if you stay on the path.